Welcome to the podcast, Estate Planning with Paul Rabelais, where we'll discuss the latest and simplest legal strategies and tactics available for you to protect your estate for yourself and your family, all in easy-to-understand terms. It's all about protecting your estate now, so you and your loved ones can reap the benefits later. And now your host, estate planning attorney, Paul Rabelais. So this podcast addresses the enforcement of claims against successions. Hey guys, I'm Paul Rabelais. I'm an estate planning attorney in Louisiana. And we see situations sometimes when a loved one passes away and the survivors are attempting to settle the estate and they wonder about debts that their deceased loved one had. Or in some other cases, um, we talk to creditors of someone who passed away. You know, someone passed away and they owed somebody some money. So it's real important if you're in either one of those circumstances to understand the rules regarding the enforcement of claims against successions. So I'm going to use some terms and let me define maybe a couple of those terms that I'm going to use in our Louisiana succession procedural law. Uh, uh, It references, and I'm going to use the term succession representative quite a bit. A succession representative is either an administrator or an executor. When someone dies without a will, then oftentimes the court appoints an administrator who's responsible for administering the estate. But when someone dies having written the last will and testament, it's very, very likely that in their last will and testament, they would have named an executor. So really same role, just called something different. No will, an administrator, will, an executor, uh, same rights and responsibilities. That's why the law calls calls them a succession representative. One more note worth mentioning is that an executor or an administrator can be an independent executor or an independent administrator, but for purposes of enforcement of claims against the successions, it's it's the same rules whether that succession representative is termed an independent executor or administrator or not. Okay, so let's get into some of the nitty-gritty procedural stuff. A, a creditor of a succession under administration may submit his claim to the succession representative for acknowledgement and payment in due course of administration. So Fred dies, um, Anita is the succession representative, but Fred owed Jack money when Fred died. Jack is going to submit his claim to Anita, the succession representative, saying, hey, Anita, Fred owed me some money when he died. And there's, there's no particular form for this submission of a claim other than it be in writing. Now, once Anita or the succession representative gets the claim, they have 30 days to either acknowledge or reject the claim. And that acknowledgement or rejection must be in writing, dated, and signed by the succession representative who must notify the claimant of his action. If Anita, as the succession representative, ignores uh, that notice and 30 days goes by, then it's considered that the claim was rejected by the succession representative. So we got a dead person who may or may not have owed some debts. We've got a succession representative 
uh, overseeing the administration of the dead person's estate. We got a potential creditor out there. The potential creditor notifies uh, the succession representative and succession representative either acknowledges the debt or rejects the debt. If they do nothing, it's a rejection. So let's go over next what happens if the succession representative acknowledges the debt. Well, that one's pretty easy. You know, a person died, a creditor submits a claim, succession representative says, you know what, you're right. The succession or the deceased person actually does owe you the money. So there was an acknowledgement of the debt. So that acknowledgement of the debt does three things. It entitles the creditor to have his claim included in the succession representative's petition for authority to pay debts or in his what's called tableau of distribution for payment in the debt of the debt in the course of the administration of the succession. That acknowledgement also creates a presumption of the validity of the claim, even if it's not included in this uh, petition for authority to pay debts or in what's called the tableau of distribution. And then the acknowledgement also suspends the running of prescription against the claim as long as the succession is under administration. On another note, if there's not this submission of a claim to the succession representative, but the succession representative includes the claim um, in the uh, petition for authority to pay debts or in the tableau of distribution, then that also creates a presumption of the validity of the claim and the burden of proving the invalidity of the claim is on the person opposing it. Okay, so where we're at so far in this complicated area of enforcement of claims against successions is a person can submit their claim to the succession representative the succession representative is going to either acknowledge it or reject it or ignore it, which means reject it. And then if it's acknowledged, then it's it's going to be a debt that's um, you know paid in the due course of the administration of the succession. But now let's say it's rejected. So what should that creditor do? Well, the creditor, if they want to what's called suspend the running of prescription against his claim for up to 10 years, he can do one of three things. He can deliver personally or by certified or registered mail to the succession representative or his attorney of record a formal written proof of claim. We'll talk in a minute about what a formal written proof of the claim is. Or the creditor can file a formal written proof of the claim in the succession record if the succession has been opened and no person has been appointed or confirmed as succession representative and no judgment of possession has been signed. Or if there's been no proceeding to open the succession, the creditor can file a formal written proof of the claim in the mortgage records of the appropriate parish where the deceased was domiciled when he or she died. So next we'll go through what a formal proof of claim is. It's going to be sworn to by the claimant and it's going to set forth, forth the name and address of the creditor, the amount of the claim, and a short statement of facts on which it's based. And if the claim is secured, 
it's going to state a description of the security and of any property affected thereby. And if that claim is based on a written instrument, then a copy of the written instrument with all of the endorsements must be attached to that proof of the claim. The original instrument must be exhibited to uh, the succession representative on demand unless it's lost or destroyed, in which case it's loss or destruction must be stated in the claim. Okay, so I'm going to leave it at that. This is one of those things where in successions, most people don't realize that we have specific procedures for handling different matters like the enforcement of a claim against a succession. And so everybody wants to just hoop and holler when you're, you're going to get a lot more uh, and better result by understanding what the procedure requires and then following that procedure, you're much more likely to get the kind of result that you're going to be looking for than just by just kind of, uh, you know, um, oh, shouting, you know, shouting from the top of a building about what you think is right. So be aware of that. Whether you uh, had a loved one who passed away and you're trying to get things settled, either as a succession representative or not, or perhaps you're a creditor of someone who passed away and you want to know what the rules are to make sure that you get paid, you know, what is owed to you. So hope that helps. Uh, Y'all have a great day. Take care.